This episode is sponsored by The Jordan Harbinger Show. Named the best podcast of 2018 by Apple. Tons of fascinating guests. Untold stories you won't hear anywhere else. Expand your wisdom and discover other perspectives that you've never considered before with The Jordan Harbinger Show. Join Jordan as he interviews high-profile people as well as intriguing personalities. Each episode features a discussion that might just take you anywhere. I recommend episode 970, where Jordan and guest Annie Jacobson talk nuclear annihilation. How likely is it? How scared should you be? And what comes after? There's also episode 886 with David Farina, which delves into the wacky world of flat earthers. These episodes are great starting points, but you're sure to find deep, interesting, and thought-provoking topics throughout Jordan's catalog. Turn off the music and turn up the wisdom with The Jordan Harbinger Show. We really enjoy this show and we think you will as well. There's just so much here. Check out jordanharbinger.com start for some episode recommendations or search for The Jordan Harbinger Show. That's H-A-R-B as in boy, I-N as in Nancy, G-E-R. You know, some people enjoy composing their own music, chord by chord, and others are happiest when they come across that one perfect song. Work is not a lot different than that. Whether you prefer building your own workflow or using a pre-made template, with Monday.com, you and the team can work in a way that's comfortable for everyone. Tap the banner to go to monday.com and build your own amazing workflow or find an awesome template. No judgment. I recently got an Instagram account, but after hearing these stories, I might be regretting that decision pretty soon. This is Darkness Prevails, the best place to share your true scary stories with the world, because this world is a strange one. You can follow me on Instagram. I'm there with the username Darkness Prevails YouTube. But the thing is, I'm by far not the creepiest person on there. As you're about to see with these allegedly true stories, Instagram users can often be horrifying. Before we begin, remember, you can share your true stories with me using the links in the description. I'm specifically looking for monster sightings from Mexico as well as, and hear me out on this, modern dinosaur sightings. Real quick, here are the earliest and most interesting comments from my previous full video. Julian Stulls says, hashtag stay creepy, my friends. I don't always drink, but when I do, I prefer dose creepy. Alex Lopez comments, much needed, man. I hope you get better. Well, what's scaring me right now is I don't think my antibiotics are working and I'm almost out of them. So this is how it ends. Slexia Blah Blah says, yes, yes, explore the chest. I don't know what you're talking about, but I like to pretend you're an excited sidekick to a very disturbed surgeon. And Renervate says, I'm legit writing a book report that's due tomorrow, so I'm blessed with this. Just don't get too distracted, or I'll have to write that book report for you. And Wild Fraser 99 says, Hi, can you do more Skinwalker stories, please? How about Wendigos? I've got another one on that topic coming up pretty soon. Now, 
let's move on into these stories that'll have you uninstalling your Instagram app at Lightspeed. Number one, high school horror, submitted by DM Toaster Picks, please. I began attending a strict private high school when I was 15. Because I'm very eccentric and have a dark sense of humor, people don't generally want anything to do with me. So I take anything I can get when it comes to friendships. This has gotten me into a lot of trouble. After a few days of avoiding social interaction at all costs, I got a follow request one day on Instagram from a cute boy at school named Toby. Shortly after, a friend from school DM'd me saying, oh, wait a second, you and Toby are dating. I pondered on the message for a few minutes and sent a screenshot to Toby asking him why someone would assume this. Oh, haha, I was just joking, he responded. I asked my friend exactly what he had said to her. Apparently, Toby did in fact tell her that we were in a serious relationship, but that I wanted to keep it on the down low. I was flattered, seeing as he was a year older and all the girls did like him, but confused as to why he would make that up all of a sudden. After clearing it up though, we both forgot. Toby and I would talk for hours over DMs every day. He seemed so sweet. One day, his friend Nick began DMing me too. They invited me into their Discord so we could chat while playing games together. This was the first time I would actually be talking to Toby, so I was super nervous. As soon as I joined, Toby yelled, Look, Nick's girlfriend just joined. What? I awkwardly laughed and asked how they were doing. They completely ignored everything I said and decided to talk about really disgusting stuff. Things you would only find on the deep web, or so I've heard. I'm talking really sick and depraved things. All in all, it was Toby who was wanting to talk about it and look it up. All the while, Nick was telling him to be quiet and to close those windows and tabs because that's disgusting. The next day at school, Toby accidentally poured hot coffee on my head while I was bent down at my locker. Whenever we passed each other in the halls, he would give me this menacing glare and quickly glance away. Basically, every time that Toby was with Nick, when I walked by, he would yell, look, Nick's girlfriend, or something childish like that. I finally told him to screw off and that I was not Nick's girlfriend. After this, Toby got really mad and began messaging me on Instagram, really violent things. I was honestly beginning to think that Toby wasn't right in the head, and that scared me. I brought it up to Nick, and he said that Toby has serious anger issues. He said that a girl that Toby liked left the school last year, so he smashed a student onto the table, took a sharpened pencil, and put it through his hand. When I heard this, my mouth was opened wide. I can't believe I tried to get close with someone that psychotic. Nick told me that Toby calls me Nick's girlfriend to make me feel uncomfortable. He said that he finds joy in suffering. He took joy in harming other people. Toby really was a twisted individual. A few days later, 
I was walking into the gym when my friend Sebi walked up and said that my hair looked pretty today. Toby must have heard though, because he shouted, Nick, why don't you tell her that her hair looks pretty? Nick took his advice, but then the rest of Toby's friends decided to start saying mean things to me. I ran into the gym whilst flipping them off. Toby was running after me. Come on, I know you heard him. I know you heard Nick. It's just plain rude not to say thank you. Then he tried to pin me against the wall, but I dashed into the locker room before he could do it. Sebi came up to me and said, are you okay? Toby's just outside and he's whispering some weird things to himself. Things that he says he wants to do to you. Why me? What did I do to him? Why does he want to hurt me? It was then that a teacher walked in and took me to the office. They apologized for letting the situation get as bad as it did and they told me that Toby would no longer be at this school. They said Toby has some serious mental issues. They searched his locker the other day, finding themes that made him highly suspect and a possible threat to the entire school. They wouldn't tell me what they found, but I found out from other students who had some connections later on. Those kids who are especially close to some teachers who already knew. They found things like rolls of duct tape, zip ties, rope, a whole lot of knives, and a bag of broken glass. I don't know what he was planning on doing eventually to someone. What scares me is the thought that those items may have been meant for me. You see, I did finally receive one last message from him on Instagram, a message that read, I should have brought my knife with me. You wouldn't have made it to the locker room if I had. Number two, my Instagram stalker, submitted by Lily E. M. This happened about a year ago. Instagram as it still is was extremely popular and my friends and I would use the app to directly message each other. At the time I had about 200 followers and my account was public. That meant that anyone could search up my username, come onto my page and like and comment on my pictures. One day I was browsing through Instagram when suddenly I received a notification. Someone has commented on one of my pictures, I thought. Since this didn't happen very often, I got excited and went right to my notifications. There, I saw a comment on a picture of me and my boyfriend at school. The comment read, you guys are so cute. So I replied with, LOL, thanks. Even though I had no idea who it was, I kept going about my day and nothing out of the ordinary happened. Later that evening, at around 8 p.m., I hopped back on my phone to see another Instagram notification. This time, it was a direct message from the same person that had left a comment a few hours before. It read, hey, I think you're beautiful. I quickly responded with an awkward, haha, thanks. I never really liked people calling me that when I didn't know them. I then received two more messages from this person saying, 
you're so hot, and I wish I could meet you someday. I didn't respond. By then, I was too tired to even think, and I fell asleep. The next morning, as I was walking to school, as I always did, I got yet another notification from this person. What now, I thought, opening up my app. This person had started to follow me, so I requested to follow them back. Their username was, hey, it's me, with several numbers at the end. They had two posts, 40 followers, and they were following more than 300 people. They quickly accepted my follow request and sent me yet another message. I suddenly froze in my tracks. This person had sent me a photo, a photo of me walking to school. I muttered, what the, and quickly deleted the chat. When I arrived home, it was fairly dark outside because the sun always went down early during the winter. I curled up in my bed and soon fell asleep. I awoke to a sudden flash of light. I sat up only to see that my window was wide open and the bushes were moving. Being a 15-year-old girl, I'm not very strong, so I knew that whoever it may be, I would not be able to fight them off. I sat up, and I tried to call out, but stuttered. Who, who's there? No response. I finally got the courage to walk over to the window and look outside. I looked into the bushes below the window and then out onto the street. There was no one there. My phone suddenly chimed very loudly and I screamed and fell back. I even put my hand over my mouth so as to not wake my dad. Then I sighed and realized it was just my phone. I got up, closed the window, then went back over to my phone. There was a direct message from Instagram from the same person as before. Oh no, I muttered. I opened it and tried to hold back my tears as I looked on in horror. It was a photo of me sleeping. The text below it read, you look so cute when you're sleeping. It suddenly clicked. That's what I had awoken to. Better yet, the picture showed that whoever it was they were standing inside my room. They had knelt down, their camera right in my face, and I was unconscious, asleep, not even aware of the horror that was happening. The fact that they had left their flash on on their phone, it was like they wanted me to know they were there. This episode is sponsored by June's Journey. Do you believe in monsters? And given the chance, would you be brave enough to track one down on your own? In June's journey, people are the true monsters, and you can live the story yourself rather than sitting back and listening to one. June's Journey is a hidden object game with a thrilling murder mystery set in the Roaring Twenties. You play as June on the hunt for your sister's murderer, Discover clues through exciting hidden object scenes with beautiful and atmospheric illustrations and music. Victory brings you closer to new plot points and suspenseful answers. 
When not hunting for clues, you can customize your own luxurious estate island with gardens, buildings, and decor. Or chat and play with or against other players too, in the Detective Club, where you could even put your skills to the test in the Detective League. June's journey is both relaxing and fun to play. With my busy schedule, I find it's the perfect game to pick up and play whenever I've got a free moment. It doesn't demand too much time, and it's pretty satisfying solving puzzles quickly and unlocking new clues. Can you crack the case? Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Number three, Creepy Instagram Hacker, submitted by Jason G. I'm 16 years old. I'm a bit taller than most people my age, around six foot four, and people usually think I'm older than I am. I know it's not really important. I just felt that you needed a description of how I look so you can know that these creepy things can happen to anyone of any size. Anyway, I have an Instagram with about 200 followers. Not the most, but not a small page. Anyway, around four months ago, my Instagram was deleted. At least, I thought so. As soon as I saw this, I decided to make another Instagram and posted it on my other social media accounts so my friends and family would know that I have a new Instagram. It was also a heads up for those who didn't know that my previous account had been deleted. A couple of hours after that, one of my friends from school had texted me saying that that old account was still active, still ongoing. I felt my eyebrow raise, so I searched up the old Instagram account and saw that it did in fact still exist. I signed out and tried to log back into the original account. Unfortunately, it didn't work and it told me that the password was incorrect. I didn't really think much of it and just logged back into my new Instagram. I also updated my friend saying that it didn't really matter what happened to the old one. I didn't even have my password for it and I told him to just unfollow that one and follow me. One week later, A girl that I knew from chemistry class, let's call her Ashley, texted me saying, hey. I thought it was strange because I only had her number because we got paired up with each other for a project and we haven't talked to each other in a long time. So I texted her back, what's up? She asked me where we were gonna meet up tomorrow. I was lost and didn't know what she was talking about. So I asked her, She told me that she had received my message on Instagram earlier that morning, asking her to meet me behind the mall later that week. I was confused, but being the teenager that I was, I just played it off and pretended that I did ask her to hang out. I also kind of did have a little crush on her earlier that year. At no point did I even wonder who it was that actually messaged her, 
who it was that might have been controlling my old Instagram account. Two days later, I left the mall and went to the place where Ashley and I were going to meet up. After five minutes of waiting at the food court, I saw her with an older man who had his arm around her shoulders. I assumed it was her father and he was bringing her here. So I walked up to her and greeted her and the guy that was with her. I asked him if he was her dad. He brought her close to him and said, uh, yeah, I'm her father and sorry, but she has to go home with me. Maybe you two can hang out some other time. I looked over at Ashley and she had her head down and a weird look on her face. Now, I didn't know Ashley that well, but I knew that she wasn't usually this quiet. She was very outgoing. I asked Ashley what was wrong, and before she could say anything, the man pulled her again and said, sorry, in a hurry. I got the signal that he wasn't Ashley's dad, that this was the man who was taking advantage of my Instagram account, and that Ashley was in danger. I chased after them, and when he noticed that I was coming, he grabbed her even harder and began to run away. I ran as fast as I could, and I began to call for help around me. At that point, I didn't know that I'd been crying, tears flooding down my face in a panic because I had no idea that I'd ever be in this kind of situation. He let go of Ashley and immediately took off at his fullest speed. I ran to her, trying to see if she was okay. He had been basically dragging her by the wrist and it looked quite painful and who knows what he might've done before I arrived. I picked up Ashley and thankfully she just had a bit of bruising on her wrist. She thanked me for helping her and that she was hoping if she could make it up to me with a makeup date. I didn't reply because Ashley had lost her phone that day Whoever was texting me then, it definitely wasn't Ashley. It's been four months since Ashley and I have talked and nothing has really come up. Again, I tried to take down my old Instagram by having a lot of my friends report it and block it just in case. If Ashley hadn't told me that that man had stolen her phone, who would have known if I would have been here to tell this story? What would have happened? if I actually did try to meet him on some date. Who knows what this Instagram psycho had in mind. Keep your passwords well hidden because there are people out there who can take full advantage of what your account might appear as. Number four, he watches and tells, submitted by Catherine. Before I begin this story, I'd like to say I use Instagram a lot. I've always been a bit of a social media person. I'm 15 years old and I'm turning 16 in April. This all started when I was on winter break. I was having a group chat with a bunch of internet friends, all girls and very nice, and we've all gotten really close. Close that we got to the point where I can call them friends and make all sorts of lame jokes. Actually, we all share a certain account where we all post stuff on equality and empowering posts, all that kind of stuff. 
The only people that have the password to that account are me, Macy, and three other girls, and I all knew them personally. Anyway, one day I was doing a live stream on my Instagram account, just doing a Q&A, and I saw the account that we shared. It was watching me. Again, no one else had the password but us, so I thought nothing of it. It was probably just one of the other girls logging in. That's what I thought until I asked which one of the girls was speaking to me right now, which one of them it may have been who was controlling the account. They replied with a person, and I said, okay, is it Macy or such and such? But they would only reply the same thing, a person, never a specific name. This is something that my friends would never do. We're quite serious with the security of that account. I tried to shrug it off. Later on, I said in the live stream, do you guys like my hoodie? And the person on that account had responded, yes, it looks hot on you. This definitely threw me off because none of us girls ever joked like that. Not with that account, which was a serious account. Being creeped out, I ended the live stream and I wished it had just stopped there. Afterwards, I asked the other girls if any of them were logged into the account. They said no, and a few of them even said that they were about to text me to ask because they had seen that someone was logged into it as well. That's when I knew the account had been hacked. It didn't feel very good to know that someone could see our group chats and direct messages and all the personal information we have exchanged with one another, including where some of us lived. We all did what we could to get the password changed or to just close down the account before that person got too much information or did something impersonating us that we would regret. We successfully closed the account even though none of us were happy about it, but at the very least, this creeper wouldn't be creeping on us anymore but I wouldn't be telling this story if that was actually the case. A while after that, when everything was seemingly normal, I ended up losing my hoodie. I couldn't remember where I had left it, but I never left it anywhere or forgot it, so it was strange, and the last place I had seen it was in my closet floor. I was disappointed, but eventually got a replacement. Not too long after the deletion of this account, we all got direct messages from a new Instagram account, a person who greeted us saying, it's you know who. And to me, he messaged, by the way, your hoodie smells great. And number five, The Joker, submitted by Trevor W. Just a side note before I tell this story. At the time this took place, the Joker from the Batman movies scared me. I always thought he was creepy, and it was enough to give me nightmares for months at a time. Anyway, I was living in Thousand Oaks, California, a town known for having almost no crimes or break-ins. It was a Saturday, and being my 11-year-old self, I was always on Instagram, talking to my friends or checking out their latest posts. Everything was normal. My friends were sending funny videos to me over the chats, 
and we were all just having a fun conversation until I got a strange message from someone. I opened the message and I couldn't see who sent it to me because the username of that person only said, friendly. The message said, and I quote, I love houses. They're so big and fun to be in. Yours is a wonderful house though, and your little brother is so cute. As I read that last bit, it made my heart sink. I looked over at my seven-year-old brother, Cole, who was playing by the window with his Lord of the Rings Legos. I responded to the message saying, who do you think you are? Trying to sound gutsy and intimidating. No response came afterwards, so I just stupidly ignored it and blocked the person, then double-checked the window by my brother. The rest of my day was normal. I played Call of Duty with my friends on my Xbox, then went to the movies with my girlfriend, Maggie. By then, it was 8.30 p.m. My mom had just finished dinner, and my dad, mom, and Cole and I all sat down at the dinner table. We were having mashed potatoes and tri-tip. About halfway into dinner, I noticed my dad looking out the window. I glanced over in the direction he was looking in and saw that the motion light that my dad had put up a few years ago suddenly came on. I assumed it was my dog, General, until I realized he was laying down on the floor next to my chair. Now I was a bit more paranoid. I looked outside again. It was dark, but I can make out the silhouette of a person out there. I looked at my dad, and I knew he saw it too. He told my mother to take us upstairs and to lock the master bedroom door. I did as he said, grabbing Cole and following my mom. I was trying to stay calm, but inside, my gut was tying itself in knots. I'd never been so afraid in my life. Once upstairs, my mom dialed 911. That's when I heard the glass door downstairs slide open, and immediately after, General began to bark and growl. Fearing for my dad's life, I ran out of the bedroom, my mom screaming behind me to come back. I run downstairs, and I see the man, the man who wasn't my father, coming in through the back sliding glass door, and my father was nowhere to be found. Remember what I said about the Joker, the way the look of him gives me nightmares. The reason I said that before was because of this moment. The man, in order to disguise himself, I guess, instead of wearing a mask or a hood or something like that, he had covered himself in Joker-like makeup, like he was straight from a Batman film. He saw me and smiled wide, and then he spoke to me. Where's your brother, Trevor? Where's little baby Cole? In that moment, it became all too real. This was the man who was talking to me on Instagram. This friendly, it had to be, it's the only thing that makes sense, and still, it didn't make any sense. He comes up the stairs, coming towards me, his smile somehow growing wider, as if he knows that my baby brother is upstairs behind me. I'm crying now and can barely see through my tears. I'm paralyzed with fear. I have no idea what to do in this kind of situation. I felt like I was living a nightmare, 
Like if I pinched myself hard enough, I'd wake up and everything would be okay again. But it wasn't going to happen. This was real. A psycho had broken into my home and for some reason, he wanted to take my baby brother. That's when I saw it. The crowbar above his head, it came down hard, knocking his head for a loop like some sort of rag doll. He staggered away, definitely not knocked out, like some person getting hit in the head in the movie. There were warm red drops coming from his head. He held onto it, screamed, and then stumbled out the glass door. It was my dad. He had snuck up behind the man and nailed him in the back of the head with a crowbar. All that was left now was a red trail leading out the glass door. The cops soon came by, though by then it was too late. My family was far past scarred for life. The cops found the man in the backyard, unconscious and barely alive. I remember my dad being so scared, so afraid that he had taken another man's life, even though he was just trying to defend his family. I've never seen my dad so worried. Soon after that, we moved away from California and up to Idaho, where my dad believed it would be much safer and more tame. I'm 21 now. I still have nightmares about that evening. I still sometimes look out my window and I feel like I can see the man and his Joker smile, but I know it's just the trauma from that memory. I don't know how he knew me or discovered my family. Maybe his message to me from Instagram was just something random. But if this was random, then it was the most horrifying lottery I've ever won. Instagram is a great place to get unsolicited photos that could probably put you in jail, or apparently, it's an even better place to pretend to be someone you're not and to find victims to prey on, to feed on, to kidnap, or to do as you please to. So be careful, no matter what social media site you use, they can all be used as tools for the evil people out there, tools to be used against you. Good night. Be sure to like, share, comment, and subscribe if you enjoyed the video. And don't forget to send me your true scary story soon using the links in the description. And ah, uh, yes, you can always follow me on Instagram at darknessprevailsyoutube. Thank you for listening. Stay safe out there and stay creepy.